I shouldn't touch the body again. Libby knew the rules. Everyone did. Don't disturb the scene. They were still alone. She ought to wait for the police to arrive, but something about the woman's arm, tucked at such an awkward angle into a jacket pocket, nagged at Libby. It wouldn't do any harm just to give it another small nudge, surely. She twitched the sleeve. The arm jerked. Libby gulped, then took a slow breath. It was just rigor mortis. She pulled again harder. The stiff hand popped out of the pocket, rigid fingers pointing to the bleak, wide Somerset sky, and a chunk of plastic tumbled from the jacket. Libby whispered, Sorry, as though the dead woman could still hear. The sudden shocking wail of police sirens brought an officer, younger than her own son, running down the beach. Libby held out one hand as if to protect the body. Be careful. The young plainclothes officer raised an eyebrow above intense blue eyes and waved an ID card under Libby's nose. Detective Sergeant Ramshaw, step over there and leave it to us now, please, madam. A policewoman in uniform escorted Libby from the beach, leaving the blonde, dead stranger forlorn, a small plastic ring with a pink stone tumbled beside her on the sand. Coffee and Cake There's no reason to cancel the meeting. Marina folded her arms, enclosed in the purple sleeves of a wafty silk caftan across an ample chest. The police said they'd keep you informed. They'll let you know what they find out. Yes, but Libby wasn't confident the young officer would bother. No, listen to me. Marina was not the newly retired deputy head of the local primary school for nothing. She understood command. You need a distraction, Libby, or else you'll worry. I know you. Libby bit back a reply. Marina, leading light of the W.I., the Music Society, the Food Fair and the Local History Society, assumed the town's new arrival couldn't make the smallest decision for herself. She'd taken the unsuspecting Libby under her wing and somehow talked her into providing cake for the History Society meetings. "'Everyone's sure to love it, dear, and they'll all buy your book.' "'Hm, if I ever finish it.' Marina waved away such nonsense. Writing a book about celebration cakes, full of photographs, must be the easiest way possible to make a living. Anyway, you can practice on us. Libby duly supplied a different, elaborate confection for each meeting. She had to stand on her own feet, now her husband was dead, and she needed all the publicity she could get. Marina sampled a slice of today's contribution— a pineapple and coconut upside-down cake with a cream cheese frosting. Mmm, delicious! Best yet! The doorbell rang. There you are, she beamed. It's too late to cancel now. Angela's here. Soon Marina's grand drawing-room was full. Quite a turnout, Angela Miles murmured in Libby's ear. Almost everyone's braved the rain today. News travels fast. Good heavens, even Samantha's gracing us with her presence. Samantha Watson folded a pair of long legs, sheer black tights, 
hissing as she smoothed a tight pencil skirt over shapely knees. She enjoyed a carefully constructed reputation as the town's intellectual. A solicitor, she regularly completed the telegraph crossword. She allowed very few social occasions to take up her valuable time, but today she made an exception. One of my clients has cancelled her appointment, so I've just popped in for a minute. Samantha smiled, doing the society a favour. Such a shame. Another tragedy on the beach. More visitors stuck in the mud, I suppose. Allowing Marina to place a slice of cake on her plate, she cut it neatly into tiny squares and popped them, one after another, into a lipsticked mouth, a little pink tongue flicking out to chase stray crumbs. Quite nice, she pronounced. She allowed her gaze to fall on Libby. I hear you found the body.